0: Conspiracy fears and mysteries. The podcast where we delve into the unexplained, the true crime, conspiracies, and of course the mysteries, which all boils down into one. And of course, listener discretion is advised. You may hear stuff that may be disturbing to some of you. I'm your host, Ralphie. And welcome to the podcast. Oh man! Oh man! Oh crazy-ass pandemic, crazy-ass pandemic, I say crazy-ass pandemic because this thing has me indoors, inside, in the house, not being able to really go anywhere, just like anybody, I mean, I, I still go out, don't get me, don't get me wrong, okay, we went out, me and the wife, let me tell you about being 40, about being 40 years old, about being in your 40s, okay, we went out, on Friday, we dropped the kids over at my mom's house. My mom said, hey, bring the kids. Let them stay with me for a while. I haven't stayed with them in a minute. So she went They, They baked some bread and stuff. Did some awesome grandma stuff. You know what I'm saying? So we were like, okay, what are we going to do? I'm sorry, we dropped them off on Saturday. Saturday, we dropped them off. Sorry. So Saturday night, you know, back in the day, you know, we were party animals, or I guess. And um, me and the wife. We dropped off the kids, get in the car. I remember wife's driving. She's like, "All right, where are we going?" I said, "I don't know." It was <laughs> it was like four in the afternoon, five o'clock in the afternoon. We're like, "We got." It was sunny, beautiful out. We went. We, I was like, "Just drive." So we just drove around. Most of the drive, we spoke about uh, me being in the military, and then the kids. We spoke about the kids. Um, it was crazy. We 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 just. I mean we basically just talked about the kids uh we talked about the kids and we talked about um I don't remember we took like we just we talked about stuff we shouldn't be talking about because we're by ourselves we should be talking about other things, but we didn't we talked about our lives our kids, and it was like ah whatever, but we ended up going we ate some Italian food and then. <laughs> I bought some Krispy Kreme donuts, and we went home. Oh, we stopped at a... Uh, uh, she wanted to buy a sewing machine to, to sew up some more masks. And we ended up going home and playing Nintendo. Which, I guess, it's a, it's a cute date, you know. And then we went to sleep. That's it. That's it. That's all we did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, And me being the true crime... And crazy conspiracy fanatic that I am. The back of my mind. I, uh, we started listening to actually some true crime podcast. As we were driving. And she was like oh my god put that back on. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. She was listening to these cases and stuff. And she was like wow. You know. um, She was intrigued by it. Hopefully I get her so into it. That she becomes part of this podcast. That would be awesome. But anyway. Man look. I looked into something that I should have looked into a long time ago. And. I, I I've I've heard about it. I've I've seen people talk about it. I've heard other podcasters talk about it. Um, but I really didn't look into it too much. Like I don't know why. I just didn't. Uh, you know, until like two weeks ago when I saw the first documentary. And a documentary will uh, open up floodgates on in a lot of things. You know, when you watch the right documentary, and it's in, in, you know, it'll open up the floodgates in a lot of things. So. And there's the missing four one one series, or however you want to put it, the missing four one one, like you know, phenomenon. If you wanna, if you want to call it that, I don't know. So um, the missing four one one, if you know, it's it mainly delves into uh, the people that get lost. And these strange uh, disappearances in our national forest, in the forest of the United States. And I'm sure the forest all all over, you know, the, in, you know, Mother Nature all over the the world. But it's, in this one, it's focused on our national forest, you know. Uh, So um, this guy named David Politis, I hope I'm not massacring his name. David Politis, he's a retired. Police officer uh, Retired cop And uh, the way he started Was he went I think he went on Some kind of trip One time uh, You know um, He went on some kind of trip To some forest Some national forest Like, uh, like a Vacation type thing Went camping Or something with his family And when, and he got He got to talking With one of the rangers uh, You know the, the the forest rangers And they were explaining To him like You know They, they found out He was a cop That he was uh, A retired detective Whatever and they were like, oh, oh, man, you know, somebody should really get into trying to find out what happened to these people that disappear here. And he's like, what do you mean? And then they started talking, explaining. And as and he was he intrigued them, he taught. He started doing investigations. And well, from there, he started to read books. I mean, I'm sorry, to write books on the people missing, you know, um, and the strange circumstance. He actually came up with a um, not a system, to find them, but like a, because um, everybody has a system on how to search, but he came up with like this, uh, like the certain points that all of them have, that there's a curriculum that they all fit in. You know what I mean? And it's true when, I mean, just from the cases that I've seen in the, in his, uh, in those two documentaries that I watched, it was one about, the kids and there was one about the older people like the hunters and stuff like that who disappear that's the older one um but they do have a lot of, com- of things in common or they have four or five of these like 10 or 12 um, criteria that they fall in it's always um, obviously obviously different years that I mean all crimes different years but there's always unusual very unusual circumstances. All right. There, um, they usually never find equipment. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. And even with that, comes some unusual, uh, unusual uh, type of situations. And there's usually no DNA. Um, there's a point of separation, obviously, from either when they went with their, uh, you know, whoever they were walking with or whatever. Uh, the the time of uh, the time of the disappearance is always um, around like in the afternoon it's never like early morning or anything like that most of them are in the afternoon so I mean these are things that these are things that are important to look at if there's a majority of them there's a certain thing that's happening that's the same with all of them that's very as insin- as insignificant as it, may, as it may sound to us it's important to them so you got uh, uh, a lot of them are found near when they are found if they if they are found um they're found near water there's always a cluster zone and but and with the, what what a cluster zone is is that um for example there's a there's a big perimeter like a big area uh, uh, a circumference a circle uh, you know a goose egg like we call it in the army where in that area that's where most of the disappearances or they find the body um happen there's always a cluster where one or two or three or four people will disappear in this cluster right here. You know, it's never it's never just really random as far as one here and then one five hundred miles in another park. It's a cluster. You know what I mean? So that's that's actually very, very weird. Um uh and then when the searches the the people who search uh they can they 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 do a search party this is another thing that they that happens a lot with these cases with these missing 411 cases um they go through a, through a certain part of the forest right they'll search it they'll search it they'll search it they'll, so they'll go up and down I mean, talk about cadaver dogs you know helicopters and, you know lights and all kinds of stuff looking up they'll search a certain area um and there's and there's nothing Then later on, a certain either an item or even the body or even, you know, or the body or a certain article of clothing will be in that spot that they searched. You know what I mean? I'm talking about they turn every they turn every stone in some of these cases. You've seen them. They they turn every stone. There's hundreds of people on days and days and hours and hours that they put on these searches and then later on when they come back there it is there is the the item or whatever you know what i mean um so it's it's um it's very weird circumstances now as i was watching this um and this is the first episode that i'm going to do on the 411 because i'm going to dig deeper into it and we're going to look at some cases some individual cases so that you can see and not on this particular episode this is just the intro to it uh just so that you guys can see the similarities of it, the similarities and how how close um, you know things are uh, with with this with this phenomenon you call it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's really scary. It's really scary. Um, really, 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 really scary. I, I I find it. I don't know. It's 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 just. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to get into the fact yet. I. I don't want to turn it into a supernatural thing as of yet. But I think. I mean, there's no other explanation for it. Now, of course, not not all cases of this uh, of the mystery four one one end up bad, but they're still just either way they're strange. I got one here from the Mystic from one, and I made a mistake in the beginning. I said that the one with the kids was the newest one. That's actually the oldest one. The newer one is the one with the uh, with the uh, the hunters. So um, this is from the actual video. And you can see it on Netflix. This was a child who got lost in uh, uh, I forgot what mountains these were, but he got lost in um, his family's land, which was attached to this this particular national park. And he was lost for a long time. And listen to what this guy says. This is one of the guys that was in the show. He's a filmmaker. And he actually tried to do the trek of where this kid walked. Okay, two years old, all right? He he was two years old when he
1: got lost. It's impossible to walk out here as a crow would fly. In the span of less than 24 hours, you'd have to believe that this two-year-old covered perhaps as many as 12 miles. As it was, his clothing was found ripped, and they figure it's likely from barbed wire fences, either going through them or under them. And even with a full moon tonight, I can't see anything going through this bush. So if I'm a two-year-old child, and I've got to walk through this or crawl through this. I get to this time of night, I can't see Keith going anywhere. I can't go anywhere. How a two-year-old could travel the topography I'm traveling now, uh, little shoes, and, and it was sub freezing temperatures, even if he was a kid full of energy. This is roughly the area the searchers found him. His father was about a hundred yards that way. And he's found here, face down in the snow, hat and coat beside him. Searcher finds him. Father, one, maybe 200 yards away, runs over, picks him up, and he's alive.
0: Crazy. That's crazy. Isn't that Crazy. Now that boy lived. They interviewed him. Um, they interviewed that uh, guy. I think his his name was Les Stroud. I believe. I think that. I think that's his name. I think that was his name, the filmmaker. But they picked. They they found this boy, and this boy went missing. Uh, this this one was like back way back. Um, I think. In 50 something you know he's an old man now he was in, he was in the video he got interviewed he said I don't remember anything cause you know he was, he, was, he was 2 years old he's not gonna remember that stuff but he still had the clothes that they found him in that his mom kept you know there's something you don't really get rid of you know it's a big thing part of your life he you almost lost you this kid if you see where this guy walked there is no way like there is no way I mean I know it was only what it was like 18 miles I don't remember how much it was even today, that terrain where he walked, with sub freezing temperatures and and that terrain and all that, there's I know th- there's no way that adults that I know plenty of adults that won't make it. You know, nevertheless, a two year old child who didn't have the equipment on him, he didn't have, you know, things on him to be, you know, the the equipment to be able to make a uh, a trek like that. He wasn't expecting that. He was playing around in the barn and he just happened to walk off. You know, as kids do, um, from his brothers and his brothers, while they were playing, as kids do, you know, kids aren't paying attention how adults should be, and they, he just disappeared, you know, and um, and he was gone. He was gone, and that, but then they found him, and the thing is, they found him alive, face down in the snow. So now. It doesn't matter how you chalk these things up to, like for like this one, and and again, an upcoming podcast. I'll make this a little the 411 series. I am going to go. We're going to dig deeper into these cases. This is just one, okay. Um, I am going to I am going to research cases so that we can look at the circumstances. Not all of the cases are really nice because most obviously we haven't found any of these people. This one was good because we found them, but it was still like I want, you know, people want to answer, want questions answered on how did this two year old child make it that far? How did he walk from where he was? You know, it was like, it was like, it was like, what, a couple miles up that way, you know, I don't know how many, nine miles, even if it was two miles, two miles up that way. You know, and then nine miles to the left, and I mean, ridiculous. By himself at night in a snowstorm, and that's what—that's another thing. Whenever these people, whenever these things happen, where people go, these 411 cases, where they—that's that, what they've been dubbed, where they go missing, they just boom vanish. That's one of those criteria I was telling you about is weather. The weather, for some reason, gets really bad. After they go missing, when, when it's time to go look. No matter what case it is, look at every case. When it's time, the first night when it's time to go out to, to look for to find them, it's a really, really stormy, some kind of fog, some kind of really big uh, snow, some kind of rain, you know. I'm just telling you what's going on. I mean, we could live in a box and say, nah, it's just coincidence. And coincidences just happen every time, you know what I mean? Uh, but... No, I think there's more than that, you know. Um, I mean, however you choke it up to, if you're a religious person, uh, for example, in this case, you say you're a religious person, and you could say, oh, well, you know, God. Because that's the first thing I said. When I was watching this, I think I told my mom. I was telling this story. I told her, mom, you got to watch this, blah, blah, blah. Um, I said, man, you got to believe in something, man, because this kid had to be walked by God. Like, God walked with him all the way. He held his hand. It was like, hey, you know, that's how I pictured it. I pictured God walking with this kid all the way to where they found him alive. Because I mean, I'm like, what? How else is he gonna get there? You know, unless now, if you, if you're a, um, you know, somebody who believes in extraterrestrials. I don't know why it took me so long to say that. Like I was like, it's a like it's a taboo. There's a conspiracy fears and mysteries podcast. But if you're somebody who believes in extraterrestrials, say, okay, extraterrestrials took him, realize, oh, okay, he's a kid, you know, did whatever they did with him, um, checked his blood, you know, this experiment, maybe experiment, just kind of watch him to see how, well, whatever, and then put him down there, you know, like, okay, let's put him back in his element. And they, maybe they just kind of treat us like animals, you know, like, all right, let's put him back in the element, in his element, you know what I mean? Which they, they don't, they... Not that they don't care, but they don't, because you know how we are with animals. We, oh, okay, oh, we tag them. Boom, tagged, and then put them back, you know, put them, you know, throw them back. You know, there's times we'll see a, a turtle crossing, and we'll take the turtle. You know, have you ever done that? <laughs> you you see a turtle crossing, and I've seen people. I've done it. You stop, and they're like, oh, my God, this poor turtle's going to get hit. So you stop. You take it back to where it came from, throw it in the water, and the the turtles be like, Dude, I'm trying to get the hell out of this place. I, I got beef here. I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? Why'd you put me here? This is horrible. Now, not, now I'm going to die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was probably trying to get away from some predator. I mean, this isn't the case here, but I'm saying this is what happened. This is what maybe, you know, it, believe in UFOs is what UFOs are thinking. You, UFOs, their waste, you know, as far as intelligence. Obviously, if they're going through space and they're able to go around undetected like that. And fly across all this vast, you know, whatever, in this uh, in, in with this tech, then they're pretty smart. I, I would say they have some kind of common sense in them. You know what I mean? And some kind of smart, and they're just above us. And they're like, yeah, we're just like lab rats to them. You know what I mean? Um, it, it could be that they could be abducting people for whatever reason. It could be, could be that because in a lot of these cases, you're gonna see there is no D. De- I mean. Look, if you listen to this podcast, I've done tons of true crime. And in true crime, there is always DNA. There's always something. Either I don't care if it's the whole wall covered in blood with a body hanging on it. You know what I'm saying? With like DNA tube samples that the that the perp left. Or a little cigarette butt. The end of a cigarette. But just a tiny cigarette butt. There's always some kind of DNA. There's always DNA. You're not going to walk in unless you walked in, in a giant condom and killed someone. You know what I mean? Condom, shoes. And, and even even then, you're, you're, you're going to leave something. You know, One hair might fall out or something. I don't know. Like, there's always DNA in these murder things. And even if it was an animal attack, you would have found DNA. You would have found some kind of blood. You would have found some kind of trace. You would have found uh, clothing uh, being dragged. You know, um, you know, being dragged or, or pieces of clothing. Uh, you know, you would have found you would have found something. You know what I'm saying? You would have found something. Speaking of clothing, a lot of times they there's clothes missing. They when they do find things, they find shoes from these people. Why would they take their shoes off? Um, and the shoes don't look like there was any sign of a struggle. It just looked like they were taken off. Because, you know, it's not like, like in, uh, murder cases, you'll, you'll, you can tell when, oh, this person was dragged. Because there's drag marks on the shoes, on the top, on the side, on the back. Drag marks that create when you drag a body or something heavy. In this case, they're wearing shoes. So, and there would be some kind of drag marks. And cause the, the shoes, could come off during dragging whether it's an animal that's dragging them or whatever but these were taken off weren't even bitten by animals or nothing just taken off like if he or she had taken the shoes off in a lot of the cases they find the pants in one of the cases for these children they found his pants the pants had a lot of holes in them like they were but it wasn't holes like they were bitten like with from a mountain lion or anything like that, which is the apex predator of the area where that particular child was missing, it was holes more consistent with uh, like the birds found some material and said, "Oh, I'm going to build my nest off of this." Which is what um, some uh, some of the the, the the people did the investigation, the scientists and the um, the anthropologists, whoever else, the audiologists the that they got over there start started doing so. They went ahead and they did that um, study. I mean, that you know, study, and then they're like, no, these are birds. So it wasn't, you know, there was no blood on the pants. There was nothing. It was just the birds found, oh, look, some material, and I'm going to peck at it and take some of the material and put it on my nest, and that's what they did. They found the child's pants. So the child, his pants were off. Um, with no sign of them being ripped off or any blood on them or any DNA shoes, no DNA, no scratches, no nothing like if somebody took the shoes off. You know what I mean? I think his shirt, I think his shirt or jacket or something or his vest or something else I don't remember that one. but uh, the the one with the hunters um, and again, I'm not naming the victims because I gotta go through individually look at their cases and different cases that there are out there. Um, there's about six books on these 411, six or seven, eight books in these 411 cases. So, so you have, um, the one, the, the lady, her backpack was found. Um, and I think her hat and stuff, and she was completely naked, completely naked on a ravine. Like they found her later on, a on a ravine, a couple days later, which they were like, yo, this lady would not have survived this long, you know what I mean, without a hypothermia, whatever, so the coroner, he determined, that's another thing, the coroners, when they do their report, they always determine that, I believe, I'm gonna say, I'm saying always, but I'm saying 99% of the time, they determine that it's undetermined, it's not, there's no, bro- like, for this particular case, with the lady that I just said, that was found in the ravine, Um, she was in a fetal position, She was completely naked. She was a very healthy lady. She was in her 50s, but she was very, you know, she kept healthy and active. The coroner said no hypothermia. No hypothermia. There was no, uh, you know, nothing to indicate that she was raped or anything like that. Um, There was no, again, no DNA found, no broken bones, um, no signs of drowning. Even her head was in the creek, but it was like halfway out, you know, it was like, like, laying in the water it wasn't like she was, there was no sign of drowning. It was just like, they labeled it as well. She must have died of hypothermia. But they didn't see any inside or any, any uh, signs of that. So, you know, and then and they found the bag laying there perfectly. Uh, this On another case, they found a gentleman's bag who was a seasoned hunter. This guy knew he was, he's been hunting since he was a kid in that same area. Goes missing. They find his bag with his GPS, and that's a very important tool for anybody that goes into the woods. I know even in the military, the GPS is your lifeline because um, they they can track you with the GPS, and you can find your way out, in and out of the GPS. His GPS, his sat phone, which was still good. Um, they found rations of food inside of his bag. That he could have drank. They found some water. I mean, things that he needed. And then when they found the bag, it wasn't like thrown. It was like placed, like somebody placed it on the on you know and laid it down on this rock. And it was where they where they found the bag. It was sitting in like this hill. Well, uh, you know, maybe I don't know how far. You know, a little a little walking distance. But you can see, like the main cabin of that. National, you know, where you go in and you get, like, the brochures. I I think it was. I don't remember what the cabin was, but it was, like, some kind of a cabin, main cabin where people go. You could see it. So this guy was in trouble, right? Why did he just go to that cabin and walk down there? You know what I mean? Again, nothing was found, no DNA, blood, anything. Very strange. You know what I mean? Very strange. So I'm going to look into David Paul politis politis i'm gonna look into these cases uh as i go on tonight and everything i still have, I have school and i have work so i'm gonna look into all this stuff and we're gonna start as the missing 411 case series starting this week and we're gonna just see what our conclusions i'm gonna see what my conclusions are and you can call into the podcast on anchor fm and let me know what you guys think all right As we go through You can call him this one If you know anything about that Alright And as always of course Don't forget to like And subscribe man Follow me on social media On uh, Instagram And all that good stuff (laughs) I'm trying to get out of social media But follow me on that man Social media My social media Handle or whatever they call it, I try to be off of it, but is c dot f dot mysteries or mystery crime cigar mystery crime cigar you put it on search for instagram you'll see mystery crime cigar on the gram, and as much as I don't want to be on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at cfm underscore podcast cfm underscore podcast i and as always i will see you on the next smoke